one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One of the advantages of any long-running video game franchise is the player can grow attached to the characters over a whole bunch of time. This level of investment is somewhat unique to gaming too, as in each game we're then spending upwards of 10, 20 hours or more with each set of characters, and we really, really care when a developer decides to change things up. While a series will likely stick to a familiar formula for both story and gameplay, some love to break the rules and toy with players' emotions now and again. Beloved characters get killed off, RIP Eli Vance, and the heroes can really be put through the emotional ringer. If a game's creators really want to mess with you though, they'll turn a hero into a villain. If this switch is done right, it can be unexpectedly emotional, having to deal with a character you've grown to love suddenly turning to the dark side. In gaming, it's super easy to just not put the time in story-wise for these things to feel all that believable, but when it works, that stuff becomes gaming legend. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com, and these are 9 video game heroes who turned evil in the sequel. Number 9, Jill Valentine, Resident Evil 5. Jill Valentine is a beloved character in the Resident Evil universe, having been the lead character in many cases and being just an all-round cool lady. When Resident Evil 5 tried to convince us that she died during a mission we didn't even see, nobody was buying it. But chances are we didn't expect her to be involved with Wesker's evil schemes either. The twist is pretty shocking, but Capcom quickly undoes any lasting damage by revealing that she's been brainwashed and is under the control of a mechanical spider chest thing attached to her because video games. After it's ripped off, she returns to normal and redeems herself by helping put an end to Wesker once and for all. Sure, she'll still have to live with the guilt of helping kill thousands of innocent people, and she'll likely suffer post-traumatic stress for the rest of her life, but she can just blame it on the spider thing. That's what we would all do if we caused a whole bunch of carnage trying to take one down. Number 8, Salem. Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. A brotastic series of co-op games that never really took off the way EA would like, the way that makes them boatloads of money with microtransactions and games as a service, the Army of Two titles can still be a blast with a willing co-op partner in tow. I mean, come on, there's a button that lets you air guitar together like frickin' Wayne's World after clearing a room of goons. What's not to love? Sadly, the series stalled completely because of the last game, The Devil's Cartel, an unpolished and flat shooter that made the baffling decision to sideline franchise stars Rios and Salem, turning the latter into the main villain. 
Part of the charm of the first two titles was the meat-headed chemistry between the pair, and while it could have been an interesting twist to see one turn bad, these guys are mercenaries motivated solely by money after all, Salem's leap to head bad dude felt like cheap shock value, and fans of the series were less than impressed. True, he does have severe abandonment issues after his partner was forced to leave him behind during a mission, but it's a twist that never quite feels right. It's too bad that there probably won't ever be a way to redeem his character or the franchise overall. Number 7, Kazuya Mishima, Tekken 6. Kazuya Mishima was introduced as the hero in the original Tekken, having entered the tournaments to defeat his evil father Heihachi. Heihachi also ran a powerful corporation involved in various nasty deeds, so Kazuya appeared totally justified in wanting to beat the living hell out of him, which he then succeeded in doing, throwing him into a volcano for good measure. Turned out in the sequel though that he made a deal with the devil to help secure this victory, and when he took over the corporation, he was even more ruthless than his father. Heihachi returns to get revenge on his son, eventually tossing his body into another volcano. That should be the end of that, but Kazuya's body is retrieved in the fourth game, and then the storyline becomes hopelessly tangled, but a whole bunch of fun. It was a bit of a shock for series fans to realize the hero of the original was really a bad egg the whole time, and while he's jumped from anti-hero to villain a few times and back again, he's ultimately just as evil as big old Heihachi. I still love you, Kazuya. You're still alright by me. Number 6, Robert Baxter, Time Crisis 5. Nobody played Time Crisis for the story or the character development, at least they shouldn't, but there's a certain goofy charm to all of them. Richard Miller will forever be the protagonist fans love the most, but Robert Baxter and Keith Martin, oh god these names, from Time Crisis 2 got a bunch of love as well. Until the fifth game. This game initially makes you believe that Keith has turned bad, only to learn that Baxter has been the real traitor all along. It's a pretty surprising twist to have a former hero go full-on evil. He's also responsible for the death of Christy Ryan, Keith's girlfriend, and the agent that they were sent to rescue in the second title. Old Keith even got a douchey makeover for the fifth game in contrast to his clean-cut appearance in Time Crisis 2. It's not the most logical of twists, and the Baxter in the fifth game feels like a completely different character, but Namco does deserve some tiny amount of credit for at least trying to spice up the story side of things in this series. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. 
With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Lucan. Mortal Kombat 10. Like Tekken and most other fighting game storylines, the original string of Mortal Kombats were convoluted and ridiculous, and something I take a bizarre pride in knowing like the back of my hand. Seriously, if you ever want to pass some time, just look up the history of the Kamidogu. Anyway, with so many nouns, terms, and rules to adhere to, a reboot was inevitable. Or it's the financial reality of Midway going bankrupt, being bought out by Warner Brothers, and needing to reboot, but either way, it totally worked. This new version of Mortal Kombat retold the story of the first three games in one fell swoop, ending with Earthrealm being merged with Netherrealm, most of the heroes dying, and Liu Kang cursing Raiden with his dying breath about how he screwed everything up. It was pretty grim business. Still, this was a surprise to see Liu come back for the next game as an enemy, but given his grievances with how things panned out, we should cut him some slack. Liu Kang becomes Quan Chi's minion and causes the heroes considerable grief, fighting Jax and Raiden during the story mode. After Quan Chi meets his demise, Liu becomes the new ruler of Netherrealm, setting him up as the main villain of any future games. Liu Kang is my personal favorite character, so it was pretty bittersweet to see the moral compass of the series fall so far. Number 4, Gabriel. Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. Castlevania Lords of Shadow positioned itself as a reboot of the classic franchise, where players took on the role of Gabriel Belmont while he took down some evil forces, this including Satan so that you knew he was really badass. The twist the developers managed to hide throughout the game's development is that Gabriel eventually turns into Dracula, the antagonist of the whole series. Gabriel has a crisis of faith throughout the story, eventually cursing God and becoming the ultimate evil after one heartbreak too many, leading to him becoming a full-fledged vampire in the sequel. It's a clever subversion of series formula and some purists were upset with the changes that the Lords of Shadow saga made to the franchise overall. Nobody wanted quicktime events infecting their Castlevania games. With Gabriel though, the developers managed to craft a likeable hero whose tragic downfall actually feels organic, and the twist feels more than earned. Number 3, Alex Mercer, Prototype 2. 
It would be a mistake to label Mercer as a quote-unquote good guy, since he was ultimately the one responsible for unleashing the virus that all but destroyed New York in the first game, plus he does eat random people to heal himself. Mercer struggles with this monstrous nature though, and he eventually stopped Manhattan from getting nuked, so maybe he balanced things out. Somewhere between the first and second game, he gave up on mankind though, and unleashed another outbreak in New York. We'll call it sequelitis. There is no redemption for Alex this time around, and new hero James Heller spends the whole game tracking him down to seek revenge for the death of his family. Heller grows to be just as powerful as Mercer and finally kills and consumes him in the final battle. It's doubtful that anyone will feel too sorry for Mercer's fate with the whole attempting to wipe out humanity thing, but he did make for a damn good first game. Honestly, I would take a prototype 3, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Number 2. Big Boss The Metal Gear Solid series Anybody with a half-decent knowledge of the knotted mythology of Metal Gear knew that Naked Snake would eventually become Big Boss. But the prequel games Snake Eater, Peace Walker, and Ground Zeroes let fans see how he changed from idealistic soldier to the ultimate villain of the franchise. Now, Hideo Kojima doesn't always get that much credit for his writing abilities. Instead, it tends to be more conceptual or, holy crap, he just designed a really cool action sequence, and to be fair, he comes up with a lot of nonsense. Still, if there's one thing we can champion, it's a real sense of progression for the characters across all the games, especially after the events of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. There is a palpable sense of loss as he gradually loses his faith in the government and becomes a gun for hire. In a lot of ways, Big Boss is a more interesting character than Solid Snake, and even after he makes the leap to villain, he remains sympathetic. The final scene between him and Snake in Guns of the Patriots is one of the best narrative climaxes in all of gaming, and Boss realizing after everything that a connection with his son is the most important thing he should have strived for is just phenomenal. You know what, I take it back Kojima, you might just be one of our absolute best. And number 1, Kane. Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver. Kane is the anti-hero to end all anti-heroes. He began life as a nobleman who was viciously murdered by assassins before coming back as a vampire to seek his revenge, slaying anybody who stood in his way and having some of the best damn voice acting in gaming history. When searching for a cure, he gradually adapts to this new existence, and when he learns that there isn't a cure, he just decides that staying as an evil vampire will do nicely. Kane then becomes the main villain in the sequel Soul Reaver, where new hero Raziel seeks revenge on Kane for ripping off his wings and generally being a terrible boss. The rest of the series switches control between these two protagonists, but even at his most despicable, Kane remains insanely cool and somewhat understandable. In the end, Kane found some redemption towards the end of Last Game Defiance way back in 2003, sadly ending the series on an epic cliffhanger that's yet to be resolved. Of all the franchises that I've ever talked about, Legacy of Kane is the one that I want to come back more than ever. Although for now, that is a bunch of heroes that turned evil in the sequel. Let me know your favorites down in the comments below, and please check out the What Culture Gaming podcast. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com, and I'll catch you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.